0: Hi guys, thanks for joining us today on the Do It With Dan podcast. We are doing our weekly Q&A session today. I'm Dan's co-host, Em, and I will be asking Daniel questions that I've randomly selected from Cora. He doesn't know what they are ahead of time, so we're putting him on the spot. We're super excited to get started and super excited for you to join us today.
1: It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host,
2: Daniel Mangana. Emily, Emily, are you ready for the Q&A with me? (laughs) You did it. That's our theme from now.
0: It is definitely our theme (laughs) from now. I got to figure out my part. I got to figure out my part. I'll come up with something good.
2: Come up with something good. I'll come up
0: with something good. i got to beat
2: you. (laughs) Why do you have to beat me? Why can't we just do something lovely together?
0: Okay, all right. I suppose. I suppose that'll work, Daniel.
2: Yes. Are you ready?
0: Are you ready for this week?
2: I'm always ready. I stay ready. Just bring me those questions.
0: You do stay ready. I think you wake up ready. You're like, bring on the questions then, right when you wake up in the morning.
2: I go to sleep ready.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, done done done.
2: Done done
1: done.
0: start with a motivation question.
2: Okay. Number we'll 1. We got for me.
0: How can I find self-motivation if I don't necessarily have a goal in mind?
2: Um you've looked at this the wrong way around, my friend. You have to have a goal because motivation is best is motivation makes the most sense when you're motivating yourself in a particular direction what they may even find is the reason why they've got such low motivation is they don't have a specific objective that they're working towards. And that doesn't always have to be big objectives. They can start to build their motivation muscle by actually going for smaller tasks, like a task for the week, uh, a task for the day, and then specifically building the muscle of motivating themselves and even identifying what things work for them as motivational tools on those smaller tasks. And then when the time comes for them to start looking at bigger things, when they get to a point when they discover their purpose and they, or they've got longer term projects that require a lot more motivation, then they'll have built up those muscles and they'll be able to do so effectively.
0: Golden. That's golden. That's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I think you definitely have to, you have to, you have to know where you're going. You have to know where you're going to have a direction.
2: Exactly.
1: For sure.
0: Um, what makes you happy in this stressful life?
2: What makes me happy in a stressful life? Happiness is something... You're just you
0: have- a happy person. You're <laughs> such a happy person.
2: But not always. I mean, there are challenges. There are times when... For you sure. get waves of... Whether it's unhappiness or disappointment or when you have just energetic flows of like a lower
1: emotion.
2: But the thing that always brings me back is for me, beyond intention, um, accepting that I'm responsible for my moods. So if someone else, for example, pulls me out of a good vibe, then I can just reset mentally and be like, hang on a minute. I'm the one that's responsible for my mood. I can let this person ruin my day or I can seize the opportunity to reset how I feel about my day and not let this drag on. That's one thing. Um, Another thing that makes me happy now is just living my truth. Um, I was unhappy Mm. for a very long time because I was living a life that was out of light alignment with like my truth mm-hmm. and who I am and what I'm really here for. Um, mm-hmm. so that's that, but really no matter what I would answer in terms of individual things, the number mm-hmm. one thing is that step one of the beyond Intention paradigm says that you, you accept responsibility for your life,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the outcomes, um, your mm-hmm. moods as well, where you're at, mm-hmm. and, You know, I I, I accept that it's me that dictates that. I make the choice to be happy. Mm -hmm. What about you? Absolutely.
0: Well, I think you have to make that choice. I just had a situation that's funny this morning where, you know, you kind of get stuck in that program for a minute and then you're like, okay, stop. Wait a minute here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to blame others for something I'm doing when I know really I'm just mad at myself for doing it. So stop. Let's approach this in a different way and make it fun. I mean, you're so right in that it's the second you accept responsibility for everything in your life. It's so freeing. It's so mm-hmm. freeing. So it's easy to make excuses, you know, oh, my life is so stressful or this or that, or I'm a victim or I do this for everybody else. It's easy to do that. You have to stop and go, okay, well, you're not a victim. So what are you mm-hmm. doing to, to make steps in your life? You know, even if it's as simple as Finding something that makes you happy and doing it once a week, you know, the beach and the sun, just the sun for me. If I go sit outside for five minutes in the sun, oh my gosh, it's such a reset for me. So I think finding those little things that help you kind of reset in those moments of lower energy or whatever it may be, finding those things, you have to find those things that that kind of give you a re-up. And yeah. we all have them. We all yeah. have those things in our life that, you know, sometimes it's just watching a video on YouTube that I did that yesterday and it just opened my heart. It was just such a good video. And, you know, so you have to take those moments. You have I mean, to take those I moments. I always say
2: to people, like, when, when, again, coming back to the Beyond detention paradigm, when talking yes. about clearing step two, I always say yes. to people that clearing, which is about getting present and getting into the moment. Yeah. And getting free of whatever's pulling your energy forward or backwards in, in time one of the mm-hmm. principal things that sometimes gets me back in the present is just listening to the right kind of music
1: yeah like, like yeah I've
2: got a soundtrack um, which I think I can share it on Spotify I'll work it out to share that on Spotify but I've got like a little playlist yeah. and I just put that playlist on and I wiggle my bum yep. and I tap my feet and I clap my hands and mm-hmm. you know, when you're when you have when you have stuff like sound, because sound scientifically obviously changes your vibrational frequency. When you allow yeah. that shift to happen in your vibrational frequency, and you're allowing it to happen in a positive way,
1: mm-hmm.
2: dude, you're just like it's ready to enjoy. <laughs> I
0: know, right? Ready to, yeah,
2: ready to enjoy the moment again.
0: Absolutely,
2: ready to enjoy the moment again, just yeah. rather than getting stuck in junk.
0: And music, you're right. Music is that, for me too. And for mm-hmm. Me too. I have a list of like five songs. I think that's so important for people. And you know, maybe it's not music, maybe it's something else, but definitely sound music.
2: Sound is so powerful.
0: Sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound
2: is just no, really, sure. really, really, powerful. It is.
0: It is. Yeah. And it's funny because I'll tell Scott that. Like, okay, the second we're both kind of you know getting in that spot, I'm like, turn up the music, let's start dancing, <laughs> dance party. Because doesn't it just instantly? It just it brings you out of it, and you and you laugh and go, okay.
2: You know, yeah, it's it just so powerful to get you out of the funk.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So next question for you, what is the secret of success in something other than hard work, passion, motivation?
2: Mm, the right oh, energy, question the, right, there for the, right you, energy the right vibration, Ooh. um, because, mm. if, and the right mindset, which obviously dictates what your vibration is going to be. Um, so often people, do the work physically and forget about the inner work of their mindset and their mindset is going to affect the energy that they're putting into what they're doing. Your success is never going to be permanent if your mindset is saying that you're not allowed to have permanent success. So you can do like a whole load of hard work on something and then just end up sabotaging yourself. So many people sabotage themselves. I know that because that's one thing that I've done so often. Mm-hmm. i just sabotage myself yeah. time and time mm-hmm. and time and time again. Because the mindset wasn't right. So the mindset then ends up perpetuating an energy and a vibrational frequency that doesn't align with success. And you end up throwing it away or missing opportunities um, that will take you where you're, where you're planning to go. I think one p- thing people lose sight of is that everything you ask for, you get. The life that you have right now is what you've asked for. You've requested it. You've mm-hmm. created it. You've created yep. it with your choices. Um, the choices that, whether it's the choice to stay away and not change and grow from where you are now. You know, people might say, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm only 18 years old. I'm just the product of my environment. I'm the product of what my parents taught me. I'm the product of this I'm mm-hmm. the product of community. Yeah, but you don't have to remain the product of those things. Mm-hmm. You have the choice here and now to make new choices and to craft a new narrative that's your own. And so mm-hmm. for some people, this whole thing of achieving success, it ends up eluding them because the amount the, the or the inner environment that they've, allowed to, that they've allowed to remain by making the choice not to change mm-hmm. ends up being one that leaves them in a state that's always gonna sabotage itself and they're just never gonna move mm-hmm. forward. So mm-hmm. if someone asked me for one secret, I would say, take a step back from the outer work for just a moment. I'm not saying don't do any outer work because action is so important. That's what dreaming mm-hmm. with your eyes open is all about, taking action in mm-hmm. line with Mm -hmm. the inner Mm -hmm. work so take Mm -hmm. a step back and have just take stock of what's showing up in your life Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and then take stock of your inner environment so for example a business deal doesn't work out let's just say take it to business business deal doesn't work out take honest stock in your mind did you expect it not to work out this is where step three of the beyond intention paradigm gratitude or the view that we have of the world and and how we, we we see it You're not going to have success if inside you're already predicting that it's going to go wrong, because what's actually happening is that vibrational frequency that you have. Oh God, nothing ever goes right for me.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm I'm, I'm, saying. I've
2: worked flat out for this business, but you know, nothing goes right for me anyway. Or people always cheat me. Or you know, people. Mm -hmm. You've just created that crappy result that you didn't actually really want. Like that's what you've created. So when you turn around and say, oh, see, it didn't work out just like I predicted. Yeah, because your prediction was the creation of the reality of it not working. Whether it's studies, you know, um, you could work as hard as you want. But if you're not in the right frame of mind, when you go into the exam, you can start forgetting your answers, um, mm-hmm. mis- writing them down in a way that's not empowering in terms of getting mm-hmm. the best best result. You, you could have studied 10 hours a day for 10 years. If you walk, walk into that exam and you're not in the right mindset for success, you're not going to get the level of success that you deserve or the level of success that aligns with the level of work that you've done. So I'm going to stop waffling now, but in short, yes, out of work is important, but unless your inner environment is correct, that's your mindset, your energy, um, your, your, your success is never going to align with the level of hard mm-hmm. work.
0: Yeah. And I would tell everyone that listens to this and goes, you know, it follows you or, or any kind of motivational speaker, everything you just said, I, I believe is the biggest key to success because if you aren't doing the inner work, like you said, which I don't think, you know, a lot of people do then absolutely. Like you said, there's so many people that self-sabotage I've done it. And Mm -hmm. you know, if you are not, if you are not consistently aware of what you're saying in your head, like you like you said, business still doesn't work out. Oh, well, nothing ever works out for me, you know? Exactly. So what do you, what do you, what are you really feeling inside? And, um, that to me is, it's just as if not more important than, than what you're doing on the outside.
2: And, and, and so, again, like anyone who's not sure about what their inner environment is, look at your results because your results don't lie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes. Look so, at, so, at things that have happened in your life before. I mean, look at the situations. Is there exactly. repeated patterns? There were most most likely there is.
2: Exactly. There is. Yeah. You you will never get lost if you look at your environment because your environment is the truest tell. The truest tell mm-hmm. of what's mm-hmm. happening. Because your outer world yeah. is the reflection of your inner world. No matter yeah. how, no, no matter, no matter what that. level, yep. no matter what level that you want to look at that, whether you want to look at it spiritually,
1: mm-hmm.
2: energetically, mentally, whatever your mm-hmm. outer world. Is a direct reflection of what's going on in your inner world. So if you're not mm-hmm. getting results outside, then try changing what you're doing inside.
0: Absolutely, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So this is kind of a twofold question. Okay. It's, it's two different questions, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of put them both together because
1: okay they go together. Okay.
0: All right. So the first question is. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the first one and the second one right after mm-hmm. that. The first question okay. is: When did you start? meditating and why and the Mm -hmm. second question is what is meditation and why is it important so if you just kind of want to merge since it's all
2: under well let's look at what meditation is first before we start talking about what i did yes there's different types of meditation first and foremost but meditation in its essence is it's a fine dance between shutting your mind up and watching it talk. Like if someone asked me, what is meditation? It's shutting your mind up and watching it talk. I recorded um, a podcast episode yesterday morning for the, the weekly interview session with really, Mm -hmm. really called Petra. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to post it, but any, in any case, we ended up talking about meditation because it's one of the things she does. She teaches meditation. She also teaches yoga and mindfulness, Mm -hmm. really, really cool tools. And, um, you know, we were talking about the challenges that we both had with meditation. And she was like, my, my mind goes at a million miles an hour. So when she first mm-hmm. looked at meditation, she was like, it didn't make sense to her because she was trying to shut her mind up, but her mind talked so much that she was struggling with the challenge of shutting up her mind. And then she actually had the breakthrough when she realized, actually, it's not about shutting your mind up. It's about watching it talk and separating yourself from it, becoming the watcher, which is the way that um, Eckhart Tolle refers to it. So what you're actually doing when you're meditating is you're stepping into the seat of inner power. And when you're in that seat, that seat of inner power, you're no longer your ego self yourself. You can watch yeah. all of that playing out and affect change, but you're also, um, you're also in a position whereby in that state, your mind can learn to shut up because it recognizes that you're not listening to it anymore. And so you can mm-hmm. find the silence. But most importantly, and this obviously depends on where you're coming from um, in terms of your belief system, it also offers you the opportunity to tap into that higher part of yourself, whatever that means to you. So for some people, it's tapping into divinity. For some people, it's connecting to God. For some people, it's connecting to their higher self. For some people that do it from a scientific perspective, it's tapping into the quantum field because you're separating from uh, the four dimensions of time uh, of Space and time, you're separating from the dimensions of space and time. So, there are many different ways that you can look at what meditation is, depending on your belief system. But in short, it will generally come down to you're either shutting your mind up,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or you're watching it talk, in mm, which eventually that. it will shut up anyway. Um,
1: yeah.
2: So there's and there's many different applications for meditation that have been found. There is um, general well-being, mental uh, and emotional balance. Um we've seen it. You know, it can be used as a, a powerful tool for healing. Um, it can be used as a, a space of creation of the world and and, and and the life that you want. Um there's a lot of science that's gone into proving that as well. Um for me, I actually came to meditation uh last May and I did it completely accidentally. Completely accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I'd initially many, 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 many years ago was introduced to meditation and it made no sense to me. Just like Petra was mm. our podcast yesterday. I was like, mm, sitting quiet. <sighs> yeah, whatever. Like yeah. I tried. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like the teacher at the time tried to teach me different things, uh, but he was just like, you know, sit and think about this one thing. Mm-hmm. Like a minute, and then two minutes, three minutes. I was like think about it. Like, what does that mean? But that's because I didn't have the right framework at the time, the right tools to make sense of it. But anyway, mm-hmm. I gave up on that back then because I was like, Oof, whatever, this doesn't make sense. It's not really. Yeah. I didn't have. I didn't have a big enough why to keep going with it. Okay. Then I read mm-hmm. um, "You Are the Placebo" by Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, back end of two thousand and sixteen. Uh, mm-hmm. and I started listening to his meditation tapes not too long after. So from about January, but I was doing it quote unquote wrong. I was listening to the mm-hmm. tape. Um, I'd lie down in my bed and I put it on and I fall asleep to it. And I, there is some benefit. Oh really? Yeah. There was, but you know, there's benefit to it. Sure. Absolutely. Meditation, but I wasn't actually meditating. I was listening to a meditation tape, which is too different. Oh, okay. Because if you're not okay. present in the action, then you're not doing no matter what it is. If you say yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah but you're not present cooking, then you're not cooking. You're doing the act right. of cooking while being present somewhere else. So right. presence is a big part of being and doing. I wasn't present doing it. I was listening to something. I might have been thinking mm-hmm. about something else. I tried like listening to the music, but I wasn't connecting to the experience of what was coming through the guided meditation. And that changed mm-hmm. for me when I went to um, a live workshop by Dr. Joe Dispenza in May of last year. Um, and I, but I hadn't gone to meditation for like, I hadn't gone to it as a meditation thing. I'd gone because he talks about the placebo effect and how you can control your mind basically to see things as you'd want to see them. And that's what I'd mm-hmm. gone to do because I'd had a lot of trauma, uh, which I talk about in my book and we've spoken about in different spaces. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'd like a tool for that. And I'd like a tool to help me in my business life, um, just mm-hmm. to get control of my mind. And that's what I'd gone into it to do. And then mm-hmm. I walked out and I was like, I felt because I was present. There was a room of people mm-hmm. meditating at a certain vibrational frequency, and I was basically mm-hmm. kicked into the present moment, kicked into yeah. being there in the experience. And when I did, I felt something like I literally felt that connection to the higher part of myself. I felt mm-hmm. myself witnessing myself, as in mm-hmm. I went to the seat of the observer and I was watching my mind. And
1: mm-hmm. and I
2: connected that experience, and it was so bloody beautiful that I've since then I've meditated every day. And. Mm-hmm. In many cases, for hours a day. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and that's that's my journey to it. That's why I came mm-hmm. to it. That's when it happened. So for the last yeah, year and change, I've been a regular, regular meditator. I now I'm a big advocate of meditation, no matter what your your mm-hmm. school of thought is. Yeah. If you're not into yeah, spirituality, cool. There's still health benefits. If you're not into the health benefits, there's mental and emotional benefits to it. But meditating, um, I will advocate it being a part of your life and your mm-hmm. experience because there is benefit to be had.
0: Absolutely. It's so funny. I mean, obviously, you and I have such a huge connection, but our journeys are so similar and, mm-hmm. in so many ways, which is, you know, I think why we have such a connection. But yeah, because it was it was that that same book for me, You Are the Placebo, and I had never meditated a day in my life before. Mm-hmm. In fact, I didn't even know much about it. I mean you, you hear you know and you and of course you get that image of your head of the you know holding their hands up and that to me was all I really knew. I just had no knowledge of it i, I mm-hmm. didn't have any knowledge and and um i I started right away after reading that book I started meditating and you know i I hear the same people so much well, I can't meditate because my mind's just too crazy well.
2: Part of meditation, is uh, you what, know we talked yeah
0: <laughs> right exactly we talked we talked to this lady a couple of weeks ago and that's what she said well i can't i you know i can't meditate because it's just too hard in my mind and we said do you think you're the only person on earth <laughs> that has made that comment you know because it took me a good six months i would say of every day before i was finally able to kind of get through one without my thoughts completely controlling me i mean it mm. took it t- it takes with anything in life like you and I always talk about it takes consistency it takes a big enough why because obviously you know as I've touched on before the situation I was in in my life was not healthy at all Mm -hmm. and I had a huge why I I had a huge why and you know it, it gave me that drive to you know I think the biggest thing like you said it doesn't matter you know where you come from with meditation or what kind you do but to be able to not have your thoughts control you every day so many people are overrun by, you know, constant stimulation all day long, and it's no wonder why there's so much disease and everything else, you know, in the world today because our brains are so overloaded. And it's so important, even if it's for 15 minutes a day, to sit down and just be quiet and and just go within. I mean, that alone could be life changing for somebody.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah,
0: I think I think it's I think it's such an awesome tool, and hey, it's free. You know, you don't have to go to a doctor. You don't have to go. That's, you know, that's the best part. It's
2: free. Exactly. You and don't need a
0: prescription for it.
2: And there's so many resources as well out there for you to oh, find. Oh, so many. You know, that, that works for you. I mean, for example, I mean, we do the guided meditations. I mean, I only, I, I only do sort of the, the ones that are from Encephalon and Dr. J. Dispenza.
1: Yeah. Because that's, yeah.
2: that's what I came into, that's what I connected with. I've yeah. now started yeah. to learn to do sort of silent meditation and connect mm. still. And I'm, I'm building mm. up that muscle. Um, yeah. you know, uh, I know people that don't really get down with the Dr. Joe stuff. They do like other things like Spate, like mine, not was it headspace and some of these other apps that are cool for like getting mm-hmm. meditation. Um, I know a lot of people that teach meditation and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. about finding a, a way to do the thing of meditating yeah. in a manner, which, which works for you.
0: Yes, that works for you.
2: I would say that. Um, yeah, and Yeah, it. and
0: there's so many resources, so yeah. many free resources out there. I mean, YouTube is huge. So,
1: yeah, yeah I,
0: would, I would definitely say it's a, it's a major tool that can help someone in so many areas of their life.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, Daniel, what is your idea to make this world a better place? That's my mission. Meditation.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <But> my mission <laughs> statement, obviously, it's just about yeah. raising the, the overall consciousness of humanity by getting mm-hmm. everyone to love themselves a bit more and to recognise the importance of their contribution to the world. If everyone recognised how special they were and off the back of that love themselves a little bit more,
1: mm-hmm.
2: let's not even say everyone. Let's just say if we hit like a tipping point of people, mm-hmm. a critical mass of people doing that then within a few generations, we would have the yeah. saturation of people doing that and that will make the world better. I don't think that we need massive things to to make the world a better place. Yeah, it'd be great to stop global warming. It'll be great to like end animal cruelty. It'll be great to end, what's another thing that's really bad in the world right now? Name another bad thing.
0: I, I, I'm not a news watcher. <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: really. We could end war, all of this stuff but yeah if we do all of that and the same consciousness still it still exists then there's just going to be a perpetuation of that whether it happens in this generation or generations to come so i i want to get to the root of the problem which is people Mm -hmm. recognizing just how beautiful they are as individuals and then seeing that Mm -hmm. beauty in other people uh and connecting off the back of that if we had that then you wouldn't be cruel to animals because you recognize every single living thing has something beautiful to contribute um you wouldn't kick off and go and have war because you'd be like, why am I fighting with you for? I don't have to hate you because you're just a reflection of myself. We wouldn't have mm-hmm. global warming because people are like, do you know what? I need to look after the planet because the planet is a living representation of, mm-hmm. of this thing that we call ah. life anyway. And I'm also a reflection yeah. of it. So we're connected. And so I should love it. And by loving it, then I'm going to act in a manner that respects that love. So all of these things wouldn't be a problem if the underlying issue was addressed. And so for me, my thing that I'm doing is just affecting affecting that the change to see that in as many people as, as, I, as I can whether it's through the podcast yeah. the books the workshops
1: yeah uh,
2: the coaching whatever that's that's
1: yeah.
0: What yeah oh that's so beautiful I love that answer that's I gotta say that's probably top five favorite answers of all our Q&As really oh because it's true because we (laughs) you know there's it's there's so many people out there that that try to take on goal or try to take and if we all just realize if we start if we started with ourselves and Mm -hmm. like you said learn it it's so amazing to me when you start down that journey of 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 true self-development self-love self-awareness all of it how much your perspective on things change how much you change and therefore everything changes around you and when you we were just and I were just having this discussion yesterday when you when you're so full and you're so happy and you're so in love with yourself all you want to do is give that to others because you just want them to feel that you want them to you know and that to me is is how powerful and making any kind of change in this world if we could all start with ourselves because like you said it's once you're there you know you don't need that i mean and even even you know finding your passion and like you that's why i love the dreamers manifesto because um i I, we were talking with some friends of ours last night their son's 17 he's going to go off to college in a year he loves music i mean he's in the um high school band he's he it, it it He wants to go home from vacation because he wants to get started on music for school. I mean, it's such, it's not a job for him. It's such a passion. And to me to find that and give that to the world, because he said it's an emotional place for him. So he's starting to write music now because it's, you know, and at 17 to have that passion and that love will give, that will, that will help him with love for himself because he's found that thing that makes him so happy. And that is such a contribution to the world.
2: And and again, this is why I'm so big on this whole thing of finding your dream, which is the whole topic of my next book. Obviously, The Dreamers Manifesto, which is being now. And fingers crossed, it should be out on Kindle next week with the um, the physical prints to follow shortly thereafter. But one of the reasons why I'm like so, 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 so hot on it is because if everybody is living their dream, I, aka that thing, like you just gave the example, someone's found the thing that brings them joy, like literally that's encoded in them to bring them joy. Yeah. If yeah. more and more people were living in harmony with that joy, living in harmony with that truth of who they really are, then think how many happy people they're going to be in the world. Oh, oh. Think how much, think how much unhappiness exists in the world because people are living outside of that truth
0: there. Yeah. Oh, you're still right.
2: You know, they're living out of harmony with their real yeah. essence, with what they're here to do. Oh my yep. God, so much pain, people are inflicting mm-hmm. on others because they're, it's a pain in themselves because it's an emptiness. How many people are uh, are suffering with addictions to drink, of drugs, to sex,
1: yeah.
2: um, yep. and uh, to all sorts of other addictions? How many people are going through midlife crises, breaking up families mm-hmm. and, and other people unhappy? Mm-hmm. How many people mm-hmm. are terrorizing people in the job just because they're unhappy to be there and just Mm perpetuating negative energy Mm -hmm. or because they're living out of harmony with their truth. If we took Mm -hmm. all of these people and put them in harmony with what they're actually encoded to do, put them in in line with their dream, the world Mm -hmm. be a much, much better place.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's just
2: what what my mission is all about. Just getting less people, (laughs) putting it in the negative framework, getting less people doing what they don't like. So that yeah. they're not making it worse for other people. Exactly. I framed it in yeah. the positive, having more people do yeah. what they love, so that they're more in love with this, their own life and with themselves, and are perpetuating more love to others. That's what it's Absolutely. about.
0: Absolutely, that's what it's about. I love it. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put that in my daily diary. <laughs> Your answer. <laughs> oh,
1: so,
0: I love way, it. I love
2: we've, it. We've um, we've had the, um, the information back on the dreamer journals. The Dreamer Journals are going to be available to buy uh before the end of the month, before the end of August. I'm the so Dreamer's excited. Manifesto? No, not the manifesto, a journal. I've designed a journal to support oh. Yeah, a yes. specific journal.
1: Yes,
2: yes, yes. To support people on their journey. It's got space to do your accountability, your daily accountability, to write in your daily gratitude, um, to write your intentions for the day, to just do your journaling. Um Love it. Really, really, really excited about it. Um, it's taken me a long time to find someone that I trust to work with on mm-hmm. manufacturing and, and doing the layout, and I found a really, really cool mm-hmm. company. They do some; re- they're really heart-centered. They do some beautiful work. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's I'm, I'm going to be excited about showing them because I'm launching the. Um, that is
0: so exciting.
2: The product store launches next week. So we've got all the t-shirts, the Dreamer HQ t-shirts. We've got some other merchandise that's going on there. Some other heart-centered tools from other people that got some really nice. cool consciousness-raising materials all going on there. Uh, really, really, really excited about what's happening.
1: I love it. I
0: love it. And hey, like we said before, I was just telling someone this the other day, journaling saved my life. I mean, it was one of the biggest tools that saved my life was journaling. So um, I love that.
2: Such a shift since I've stepped back into journaling such a shift and even just like knowing that um even going through the day knowing that at the end of the day i'm going to be accountable to my journal (laughs) it is yes it is
1: it is it's like
2: yo make sure you're you're accountable to that journal
1: yep yep
2: the only person you're lying to is yourself so what's the point yep
1: yep (laughs)
0: absolutely absolutely i love it i'm so excited yeah Okay, so this is kind of a, a deep one. Well, the next two are deep ones, but they're the last two. So
2: okay. what
0: was the event or moment in your life when you felt like everything changed and you, and you knew you would never be the same again?
2: Um, I think it's in February for me. I've spoken about this a few times. I speak about it in my keynote in February when I understood that everything I've been through in my life, um, which I talk about, about in my book, but it's quite incidental. Mm-hmm. That I actually had a conversation with someone just this morning about mm. it as well um i mean i always in my bios and everything i refer to you know the trauma of my what happened when i was 20 and i always try to save it for a specific space when i share it with people but you know it's essentially i lost five years of my life i um, going mm-hmm. to something that didn't happen and i did that mm. i did that whole journey that whole section of my life i did it in quite mm-hmm. an empowered state i would say i mean i had some I had some dark times, sometimes when I did want to kill Mm -hmm. myself and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. generally Mm -hmm. speaking, when I look at the experience as a whole, I handled it pretty bloody well. Um, It could have gone completely the other way for me. Like Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. that I did spend in the darkness just isn't in. When I look back, you know, because it's important Mm -hmm. to look back and reflect so that you can celebrate times in your life. So whenever Mm -hmm. I start doubting just how far I've come, I go back to those Mm -hmm. times literally sat down and looked at the, around the room and I was like w- wishing that there was something in that room that I could successfully use to end my own life. And it was yeah. only because in that moment, there wasn't anything in that room that I could successfully use. Yeah. That I had the, the stop state to say, hang on a minute, you don't want to yeah. be as a failure about something else. And I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, yeah, I talk about it a lot in my books and stuff like that, but and the workshops and the events, I speak more and more and more about it, but the hardest thing for me in dealing with the post of that whole experience was that i had things that i could genuinely be grateful for i did like mm-hmm. i'm a much better mm-hmm. person the whole reason why yeah. that whole event i mean for me my whole thing was you know i lost my liberty for having an unlicensed investment business which wasn't that mm. bad a thing there was no reason why i should have had the 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 problems that I did because of that mm. one mistake. Literally, if all of my paperwork had loan instead of investment, I probably would have still been a multimillionaire by now. Um, mm. like I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have had all of the experiences that I had. I wouldn't have like constantly having to explain myself. Um yeah. all of that stuff. I wouldn't have had it. I wouldn't have had all of that trauma. My family wouldn't have had to go through all of all of this stuff. I wouldn't have had it. But then I wouldn't have birthed beyond intention like mm-hmm. beyond intention wouldn't have existed had I not gone through that experience mm-hmm. and beyond intention wouldn't be the good work that it's doing in the world today had I not had the experience. Um, just like when I was having the conversation earlier this morning, I was talking and um, we were talking about transformation and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. but a lot of times when people have gone down this journey, the transformation that you're expecting them to talk about is a transformation from being, you know, a villain or a criminal or a bad person to becoming a better person in terms of their moral viewpoint or moral standing and stuff like that. But for mm-hmm. me, that's not the transformation that I had to make because I came from a good family. You know, I was happy yeah, with my school. Yeah, yeah. like, I wasn't like, you right. know, some bad boy villain that had to like turn his life around. But right. I was a horrible person. I just wasn't a nice human being. I was arrogant. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. definitely selfish. Um, I didn't yeah. think about others at all. Not in like a bad way, but I kind of was just like, yeah. you know, I'm just a completely objective-led, but to, to the blinkedly objective-led, like, yeah, this is what mm-hmm. I'm doing. You know, I didn't have good relationships with my family, not in a bad way, but I didn't invest right. in the relationships with my family and loved ones because I didn't understand the importance of them. Um, yeah, All of these things were the transformation that I had. And I had, the, the crazy thing was when I, before up until February for the last seven years that I've been mm-hmm. you know, out and about in the world again and whatever, I've been dealing with um, positively tapping into gratitude for all of these things that are pulled off. Like I'm a nicer human being. Mm-hmm. The humble mm-hmm. part, you know, eating that, you, you know, living in a, mm-hmm. a very small space where somebody's pooing next to where you lay your head. You mm-hmm. you cannot come out of that experience and not be a more humble person. Someone telling you when you're allowed to eat, when you're allowed to wash, when you're allowed to speak to your mum.
1: Yeah.
2: You can't go through yeah. that experience present. You can go through the experience, you know, arrogantly, but you can't go through that experience as a present person and not come out improved. It's, it's not yeah.
1: possible.
2: As a crucible, yeah. it's perfect for me. So I was able to give yeah. thanks for that. I was able to give thanks for the, the fact that the only time that I got to spend with my loved ones was literally sitting opposite each other for an hour and then you wouldn't see them for a month. I learned wow. to value the time that I have with my yeah. loved ones. And I learned yeah. the value of human relationships, even down yeah. to the, fact that the diagnosis for my Asperger's only happened because I happened to see a doctor while I was away who specialized in CBT for adults with autism. Otherwise now I would still be suffering from severe social anxiety, severe general anxiety. I still would have no ability to deal with other people. I still wouldn't have the ability Mm. to hold relationships with people because I wouldn't have had the support that I had over that period of time. So I thank Dr. Helen for that. So I've got all Mm -hmm. of these things I can give thanks for. I, I sat down and my music, Oh God, I'm releasing a single over the weekend or Monday finally after like years of writing music and not putting it out no. even like learning to play instruments i did it because i was locked up in the room for 23 hours a day and had nothing else to do i took the advantage yeah. of learning new things i had all of these things to be grateful for but i still hadn't actually given thanks for the the, the one real thing that i couldn't have done without the experience because of all of these other things learning to love my family and blah 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 mm-hmm. technically, they could have happened without me going through this fire mm-hmm. But Beyond Intention would not have come to life without that fire.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I wouldn't have become the unique combination of experiences that I am today, which enables yeah. me to do the coaching that I do. You yeah. know, when, I, when I'm doing Beyond Intention coaching, I tell people you have to accept everything that's in your life. Oh, no, yeah. I can't. I literally rotted in a prison cell for something that didn't happen like i genuinely wow. have reason to be upset at people and yet i have yeah. found even in that experience a way to internalize my responsibility for it yeah. so you're saying that oh you know my friend always talks about me um and that's why i'm unhappy i can't accept yeah. it i'm going okay to tell you shut up dude because you have the yeah. choice about whether that friend is in your life or you at least have the Absolutely. choice on how you deal with that friendship you know Yeah. So for me, coming to the point, which I did in February, uh, again, I talk about it in my my keynotes, anyone that ever comes to a keynote speak, like that moment when I literally, it hit me, bang, everything, Mm -hmm. including all of that shit, happened so that you can be here this moment, this unique combination of people, of of experiences, that God, universe, source, divinity, whatever, life, Mm -hmm. can use Mm -hmm. as a funnel to bring a true message of empowerment and transformation to people all over the world. Then that was a key moment in my life,
1: yeah. Oh, wow, that's
0: beautiful, that's really beautiful. Dan, I love that. So, that, I love that, that and I, I will tell you selfishly, I'm so happen, happy all those things happened to you, or else <laughs> you wouldn't have came into my life. So,
2: I wouldn't have come into your life, I would have been a completely different life path. Like, I sometimes true. laugh, in my mind I sometimes laugh. At, um, Cause like i've spoken before about losing my place at oxford university and stuff like that and even yeah. if skipping that one even if you know i hadn't i'd gone down the business path that i did when i was 19 and started up the, the company with my friends mm-hmm. that i did and that had been a success and i hadn't had this traumatic experience
0: yeah
2: like i, I sometimes laugh about the trajectory that my life would have taken yes i would have been in uh, ridiculously more financially successful yeah. um I wouldn't have the emotional drain that i have to do sometimes going through my past with people in a disempowered yeah. conversation or disempowering conversation
1: yeah. Yeah, um I, like you
2: know, I wouldn't have to keep you know because i've had like relationships romantical relationships that have not been able to survive yeah. my past. i've had friendships that have suffered from it i've had mm-hmm. opportunity after opportunity that i've lost generally it's because people experience me as a person they understand that okay i understand you as a person so i know that what is put out there is who you are isn't who you are because i experience you yeah. um yeah. but for whatever reason i still can't connect with you on this level or that level like that's happened
1: mm-hmm.
2: but dude i would not have been like i i actually experience true joy on a daily basis right now like yeah. on a daily basis yeah. I actually experience true joy, not pseudo joy, like half-baked joy, but true joy Mm
1: -hmm.
2: on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the cost of that is that people can't be a part of that experience for whatever reason. I understand that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I'm down for whatever though. For me, the joy um, of my experience I have now, uh, the opportunity Mm -hmm. to share the empowering lessons from my experience with people means more to me Mm -hmm. than,
0: those Mm costs they might be yeah absolutely oh so true i love and you know i was i always say for me personally i i I don't have any regrets in my life because they they all led me to where i was supposed to be and you know i i i'm not i i can't say that things that have happened in my life you know, with other people or, or is it, you know, the relationships I've had, I don't know what their journey was supposed to be. So I can't say for them that it was right or right, you know? So for mm-hmm. me, it's, I, you know, I feel grateful for everything, you know, and there's been some, you know, obviously some low roads for me too, but I, you know, you get to a point, I think, where you, you look back and we can be grateful. I mean, even 23 hours in a cell for you, I think, you know, just like you said, to feel that joy every day now, I, you know i don't i don't think you would change any of that
2: no i wouldn't no, and it yeah. was it was a high cost it wasn't a cheap cost it was a, a high cost a hell Absolutely. of a high cost emotionally physically yeah. um yeah relationship capital cost like there was yeah. a high cost but i yeah. would pay, i would gladly pay again like up yeah. until that point yeah. in february i would have been like yeah i kind of yeah. but now i would go through all of that again i would
0: yeah Yeah, no, I know exactly. I wouldn't
2: wouldn't change a single part of it. I wouldn't
0: change
2: a single part of it. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Beautiful. Okay, last question for the day. It's a big one. So after that one, if you don't feel like taking it on, it's okay. But um, (laughs) what do you, you in all caps, Mm -hmm. believe happens when we die? Dun, dun, dun.
2: Oh, that's a big one. Me personally. It is um, a big one. Well, obviously I was raised, I was raised Christian. So, mm-hmm. but the, denom- the denomination of Christianity that I was raised, we, we were taught that when you die, you, you die that's it. Like there's no, you don't go direct to heaven. Like the whole heaven experience happens later. So. You were, you
0: were raised believing it that way?
2: Yeah, I was raised believing it that way. Um, and then, so I never really subscribed to the whole thing. If you die, you go straight to heaven, you go to, straight to hell. Because actually, uh-huh. technically speaking, that's not that's not biblical. That's actually made up by people. It's not actually in the Bible. Nowhere mm-hmm. in the Bible does it say that's what happens. Then um, I explored a lot of different other faiths. Um, in Islam, it says that you do go straight to heaven or you go straight to hell. In Judaism, it doesn't talk about that. It talks about you you basically go into the ground and then something happens later. Buddhism, obviously, it teaches that your spirit moves on either up mm-hmm. into high consciousness or into like another vessel in order to continue learning mm-hmm. lessons. Uh, the same thing happens in, in, in Hinduism, obviously then at some point you reach Nirvana, which is
1: mm-hmm. tri-
2: post death enlightenment. Um, mm-hmm. and then science says that science isn't what did say that you were, you know, your, your flesh and the flesh rots and that's that. It didn't really acknowledge the soul. Although obviously mm-hmm. now science is recognizing mm-hmm. that more than just mm-hmm. left. And that there mm-hmm. is something that does actually resonate at a different frequency and does pass on. So, mm-hmm. me personally, I believe that what happens when I die isn't as important as what happens when I as, as when I'm al- alive.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
2: live my life on the basis that mm-hmm. I don't get another guy around. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I live my life on the basis that I, I, I'm accountable for it
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. for what I do now. And that when I die, that is possibly the end, but it might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still going to make the most out of this ride because this is the only one that I've, well, this moment here and now is all that I have promised. So I mm-hmm. don't, I try not to get caught up too much in what happens after death.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I accept that death is a part of life. It's part of the journey. And mm-hmm. I accept that really my responsibility is to honor the life that I have right now, not even today, but right now. So what am I doing with mm-hmm. my moment? Because the next moment isn't promised to me. I talk about this, mm-hmm. um, some of the coaching with Beyond Intention, where we talk about accepting death as part of the mm-hmm. of what happens in life and mm-hmm. as part of that we accept that actually the joy is that the adventure is we don't know when it's gonna end yeah <laughs> so mm-hmm. we don't know yeah. when it's gonna end um mm-hmm. nothing is promised at all not mm-hmm. a single moment of our life is promised
1: mm-hmm.
2: so mm-hmm. make the most of what you do have now and mm-hmm. i mean I, I technically people can say i'm hedging my bets in this way but the the reality of a higher consciousness or a power that's bigger and greater than what we see on a physical level is real. I believe that we're all a manifestation reflection of that because that's reality as far as I, as I, as I see it, that's my belief system. Um, mm-hmm. will that, that step in that, that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Will that consciousness, will that higher intelligence put me into another, mm-hmm. another skin of some sort, mm-hmm because I've got to learn some lessons. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just started to get into this whole spiritualism thing. I was speaking to a woman called Sharon King that I'm doing an event with in Toronto in September. And we're going to talk about mm-hmm. some really cool stuff there uh, in relation to this mm-hmm. in terms of the soul and the soul's purpose. And, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to, when I'm speaking about these things now, it, it, it settles with me. Like it feels good. Like it doesn't feel like I don't feel resistance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, again, I just live my life in terms of like, what, what am I doing right now? Am I having joy now? Yeah. Am i spreading love now. Yeah. What am I doing yeah. to life now?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you answered that very quickly. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you did it very well.
2: Yes. Brilliant. I love it. Brilliant. Cause that could have been quite a heavy one, but, um,
0: That could have been. You did. You did very well with it. I'm very impressed. Very impressed.
2: Well, I'm honored. I love it. Honored to impress you, my friend. What's that? Honored to impress you, my friend.
1: Yes, of course. (laughs) This was a good. This was a good
2: week. Yeah, it was a good week. It was a really powerful week. And to be be honest, going into obviously we released um, the group coaching. We started doing the group coaching. Yes. Yes. Really exciting. So. Anyone that wants to get involved okay. with that, I'll, I'll put a link underneath the podcast, but we're starting that on the 5th of August. Um, Beautiful. Really exciting stuff. So come online. We're going to yeah. go through the Beyond detention paradigm. It's nothing. It's like $97. Like, seriously, that's for 30 days, that's right. going to transform your life. It's like less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you know, like yeah. get involved, like right. changing right. yourself. Um, which is like less than 10% of what one-to-one coaching with one of us costs. So, yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Least, yeah. Um, so that, get, getting a lot of this chunky stuff out, I think is really good. I think this is a good so shedding. Good. I think yeah. it's a good shedding. Really, really is. And yeah. I get to see you guys soon. I get to catch up with you guys real soon. I'm excited about that.
0: I know, I know. Live and in action, in Live person.
2: We should definitely do some live stuff when we're together. Yes. So yes. So you heard Done. it there first, folks. We're going to do pro- – we'll maybe do it on a Facebook Live. If we announce it in advance and do okay. it as a Facebook Live.
1: Yeah. And then you yeah.
2: You can even ask us we'll, – we'll have some questions ready, but if people want to jump on the Live and ask us questions in Live, then we can do Oh, there you go. How does that sound? I think that could be quite fun. I
0: love that. I think that would be quite fun. Yeah. We'll we'll,
2: yeah. we'll, we'll do that. So you heard it. You heard Okay you heard it here first folks that's what's gonna happen
0: yep what
2: emington picklesworth i'm sending love to you
0: i'm sending love right back
2: oh i got it Mm -mm, put it in my heart you got Um, it (laughs) yeah i got it put it in my heart Um, (laughs) thanks everyone for tuning in um as always it's our pleasure to serve you if there is anything about this podcast that isn't serving you or you think that we can do better let us know we want to make this the most you know loving heart-centered Service yeah. spreading thing that it can be. So we're open. If you want to leave us questions, find M on Cora, Um find mm-hmm. me on Cora, and ask them because I don't look at the questions M does. Send yeah. M a question insight unlimited LLC at gmail dot com. Do you know what I'm going to do, M? I'm going to set up um, a Do It With Dan email account that forwards to you. So like Q and at Do It With Dan podcast dot com that just forwards over to you. Perfect. So we'll I love give- it we'll give people that option as well um yep. and yeah like share like like yeah. us yeah because we would like you to like us in a lovely yes, way we <laughs> 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 yeah like um, a lot of people are sending us um feedback like i might even start sharing some on instagram um some of the feedback that we're getting about the podcast and stuff but you know share it with your friends let, let us let us, let them know what you're getting from the podcast and um let's yeah. spread love oh em you're on yep. instagram now aren't you
0: I am Insight Unlimited.
2: About, are you excited about being on, on Instagram? <laughs> I couldn't
1: tell.
2: I'm going to start tagging you in all the time. I'm going to tag you in stuff all the time.
1: I
0: listen. I'm still learning the whole thing, so
2: okay. just just have fun with <laughs> it. We share stuff, you know. Yeah. Just, just yeah. So yeah, I'm going to put the um the tag for uh, for M on the older uh, on the old description as well. But yeah, join us next week. I'm um, Sunday. I'm posting yep. an interview. Tuesday, I'm going to start doing a little series, um, four days of like little mini talks about Beyond Intention. Um, check out doitwithdanvlog.com. I'm on YouTube now. We're posting videos. And we're going to start doing video content from the Q&As as well. But all in all, guys, just, you know, ask yourself the question. Is what I'm doing bringing me joy and doing no harm? If yes, do it. And if it's not bringing joy, don't do it, guys. Life's really too short. Um, Yep. And it's not promised. So just find a way to extract more joy out of it because it's there and it's waiting for you.
0: Yes, it
2: is. Okay, okay. Till next time then. Till next time. (laughs) Thank you,
0: everyone.
2: Thanks, bye. bye. Thanks so much for listening to this
1: episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content.